friends and neighbors, boys and girls, lend me your ears. Welcome, welcome. Episode 294, the Brain Candy Podcast. We decided we would relent to your cries for more information about Mm. the challenge. Oh, you know what? This is appropriate because just yesterday I received a phone call from the Buna Murray people and they left a voicemail. I was in my clinic work. No, they did not. I have not checked the voicemail. (gasps) Are you kidding? I haven't checked it. Well, I'm like not ready to open up that box. Like I just was like, I have to just, I'm, I'm in the middle of my day. I got to be focused on clients right now. I cannot start with reality television. Well, I know they're casting the next challenge right now. So I'm sure that's what it is. Barking up my tree. What are you going to say? Thanks, but no thanks. Well, we'll see. What are they asking about? <laughs> yeah, is right. this is this what do they call it? Business class challenge, <laughs> right, Tyler? When he said it, there's the business class, which is champs versus stars, whatever it is. Uh huh. And then there's the coach, <laughs> which Economy. is the, the regular. It's old. like worse than that. It's the yeah. ones where you're. It's like the, the saver the, ticket. <laughs> yes, where they have even less space and they're like, you have to, we charge for water and you cannot bring any carry-ons. Yeah, get in the fetal position and get in the back. Yeah, standing room only. Wow. When I went to New York, we had a Challenge Mania event and people were really wanting to know how you're doing. They wanted to know, you know, of course, if you'd ever go back and and also they just wanted to say hello to you. And so, Oh, you know, well, thanks. I, I heard uh, it was a really great event. Well, it was, and no thanks to Kenny on that. Did he not show up? He did not, Sarah. (gasps) Suze. Well, does this not kind of like... Well, I got to be honest. So when I I came up with the idea to have the event because I knew that I would be in New York, thought it would be fun, and I thought it would be so great to have Kenny because he lives in New York, but he's been off the grid and really hasn't done anything in a long time. But I thought he'd feel comfortable because I would be there. there with him. Yeah. So I asked him to do it months and months and months ago. He said he thought he he kind of was trepidatious about it, but then he was like, for you, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. So it was this sense of like, I don't want to do it, but since you've been there for me all this time and whatever, I'll do it yeah. for you. So uh, he had some questions along the way and was like waffling a bit, but I kept telling Scott, don't worry. Like Kenny is loyal. That's his thing. Yeah. And he's told me yes. And he's a man of his word and he'll, he'll be there. And Scott was like, I don't know. I'm getting worried. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then three days before he backed out. Yeah. I, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. I feel like he might be nervous about some of the questions that he would get asked. And now that I really think about that. Well, yeah. I mean, he got spooked, but the thing is you should not say yes unless right. you mean it to right. me. Yes. Especially totally after all the things I've done for him. Right. And the yeah. support that I've given him. I don't like that. I really wish that he that's you know, yeah, it's kind of like in a way a little bit of like a social anxiety thing. And he so he backed out and we you have to replace him because a lot of the people were coming just for him. Yeah. And so what what did they do? We got Alton to come. Whoa. Well, I shouldn't say we, I should say Scott. Scott sorted it all out. What's he up to? Well, that was the big question. He comes out and Scott was like, where the fuck have you been? Sorry, Linda. And because he's not even on social. I heard that he had bought an RV and was driving around the country. Who knows? I don't know what he was to doing. To be honest with, with you. Okay. So you probably actually know more than me because to be honest, he really didn't answer the question. That sounds about right for him. He has a four-year-old and a three-year-old. Yeah. And so I, I get that. But but what does he do for a living? I don't know that. I don't know either. Um, and I don't know if he has a wife or a girlfriend or whatever. Maybe. Where did you hear that? From him. Where did you talk to him? What, I didn't talk. I talked to him like either a little bit when we did a reunion for the challenge okay. that we were on together. Something like that. I had heard Why this. was he in an RV? I don't know. He just said that, and I think it was the girl he got pregnant. Like they, had, I don't know, or it was like an airstream or something where they were like camping and, you know, like for fun, I guess. But I don't know if this is true because he has a lot of tall tales. But when yeah. he, <laughs> we were on the show, he was saying, and this is a really good idea. And I was like, oh my God, I'm upset that I didn't come up with it. He had an, uh, 
an invention and like I think they actually went into production too where he sold this idea to a company or worked with a company to create rip away board shorts which sounds like "Mm, why do you need those but if you surf you sometimes you want to wear like no board shorts under your wetsuit so having something that you can like easily change in and out of is convenient and like he had like this whole velcro system and I was like damn that's a good idea because I've seen so many dudes towel changing on the beach like the idea that you just have like real easy like I thought it was a good idea and yeah yeah that is a good idea it's just funny to me how a lot of the people on the show especially those that era mm -hmm. I have no idea how they make a living like I'm always like who pays you I don't get it yeah, and, no idea. You know, like people from back in the day, and it just seems like they never got a job. And you're like, how are you paying your bills? I'm confused about it. Yeah, but I don't know. There's it are there those where are they where are they now? Kind of. Uh... Yeah, but never for those ones. And like even when they tell you what they do, it doesn't right. sound like a job. God, that's totally true. <laughs> you know, they, we always have this with Cyrus too. We're always like, but wait, what does he do? He has like a store, right? But but not right. really. I don't know. Question mark on that. Yeah. Um, huh. But regardless, they seem happy and he was good. I was so glad he could come because it filled that gap from Kenny missing it. And, yeah, and he's like old curious. Yeah. yeah. About where the heck he was, but he's a great player. So it was good. But cool. um, anyway... Uh, a few months ago, I had put out a question on our Brain Candy Crush Facebook group asking, like, what do you want to know behind the scenes of reality TV and the challenge and all that jazz? Um, and we do this every so often. And people submitted their questions. So I guess we could go through a few. I'm sure we've talked a lot about some of them, but people always seem to have good questions. And that's fun for me. And also- usually it's the same old, same old. But even with the same old, same old questions, sometimes my perspective changes. True. And my, my feelings change over time. So yeah. the same questions, if you were to ask me, you know, five years ago, I would definitely answer different today. That's a good point. Like yeah. a few years ago, I might have said that I really didn't have a favorite pair of underwear, and now I do, and it's me undies. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> And I just said that I put a pair on today and I said to my husband, these really are the best underwear I've ever had. And I it's don't know funny how to that we almost it. have to convince ourselves when we're like, <laughs> right. These really are the best. Wow. They're so soft. They're so, you know how dudes have soft underwear all the time, but like the women's underwear is usually kind of like more about style than comfort. And this is about both. Cause it has that super soft, my, micromodal fabric that's three times softer than cotton for Pete's sake. And then you have, there have uh, four different cuts and then a million colors. They have classic, bold, adventurous. What mm. prints did you end up with? Well, Sue's. Oh, right. <laughs> They're still in my house. They are, but that's so funny. Th- I, have, I have taken a peek around the website. And one of yes. the ones that are my favorite are the Valentine's Day collections. <gasps> and they have matching sets so you can get... You and your partner, I mean, oh, man or, man or woman, okay. a matching set. Please and do this with Landon. one of the Valentine's Day ones they have is wine and cheese. <gasps> you have to get that. Obviously. <laughs> they come in a three pack of like little kisses, like, you know, little lips, yes. wine and cheese and adorable little cartoon hearts. Oh, that's and, adorable. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm well, definitely they're, get they're, they're so super cute. cute, but they really are the most comfortable undies I've ever worn. And you can get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee if you go to meundies.com slash brain candy. That's meundies.com slash brain candy. I personally guarantee them as well. They are awesome. Um, okay, so let's start with our questions. The first one, Sarah, let me read to you. And I haven't read through these, so I don't know what people want to know. Um, is it normal, this is from Rihanna, for production to halt a challenge or elimination and, quote, fix items in the challenge or elimination? Do you remember when yes. there was rumors about that one that Johnny was up against um, Natalie? Mm-hmm. Yep. And they had to, they didn't show it, but there were rumors that they had reset and done it a second time. Mm-hmm. And that was the first people had heard about this type of thing. So what is your take on that? It does happen. I mean, there's a lot of things you can't prep for. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes they don't expect 
people to go as hard as they do. And yeah. sometimes they break things. Sometimes, you know, so yeah, it happens. I would say maybe like one in one in 10 eliminations. Right. There's something like that. Maybe two, maybe even one in five, because I would say it's like once or twice a season. Well, and so sometimes like, you know how, if it's a puzzle, for example, let's think about that. So there's a puzzle and then they'll have to check and see if you got it right. Is there ever a delay between you saying done and then them saying yes or no? And if that's the case, then do they stop the other players from doing their puzzle while they check? No, they don't. Right. Yeah, that's kind of a good point too. Because sometimes there is a bit of a gap. Like there'll be a moment where somebody from behind the scenes will have to make sure that it's accurate. Because it's not like TJ always knows. Well, he doesn't. There's somebody else who's checking. And Mm -hmm. also, um, uh, yeah, like each person's assigned a timer and then there's somebody who times that person. So there's like a two-person, you know, like, like, I don't know, whatever you call it balances and check checks and balances kind of things yeah and then also um i've been in the situation i mean i don't know if it was me personally who was competing in the elimination but they asked for a check the first person said no and then somebody was like yes that is right oh really like they didn't get it right it took it that the person who was checking was incorrect i'm trying to remember oh. i want to say it was in uh uh the one where they were upside down in the water tank with oh yeah Camilla that was confusing and it was really confusing and i think they got it right but then got it wrong there was a whole bunch of stuff like that okay yeah so yeah. There, well, in that case it kind of depends <sighs> but there's and, no like yeah. set system but there's somebody behind the scenes that's making sure that everything mm-hmm. is done properly but theory. things do so- sometimes seem unfair like there was one challenge where uh we were in the Czech Republic and, uh, no, we were in Turkey and it was battle of the seasons and Zach was on the San Diego team and he was using this, it almost looked like a T-bar, uh, like something you would hold on to if you were on the ski lift and they, it was like padded and foam and it broke because he was so big. Oh my and gosh, right. he was like, they didn't take into account how, like what the weight limit on one of these things would be or, or how heavy a player was. And it fell, he fell into the water and then they had to reset the whole thing. But as they reset, it's like the adrenaline goes down. It's kind of like what happened. There was a Super Bowl a few years ago where the lights went out in the middle yes. of the game. And it's like, okay, well that defense or off whoever it was gets a ton of rest now. And so it almost yeah. seems like, is this really fair? You know, right. and so it reminds me of that, but it's like those things you can't really anticipate. You just kind of have to deal with it. And I think they ended up winning. And I was like, what the hell? That's well, why. And there's really no way to make a game completely fair. I no way argue. at all. Yeah. Right. That's why they have the legal team there who's able to go, eh, yeah, there's nothing we could do here. The, and a lot of times I don't even think they're trying to make it fair. They're trying to just not get sued. Right. So it's like, whoa. It's so crazy. I'm sorry. There's lightning outside. And do and you hear the thunder? I do now. Oh, my God. It's like the end of days out there. Well, like, I and think it's... I just saw a bird fall from the Oh, my God. Another one? <laughs> right. Good well, point. Or maybe it's problem. like ominous. Like, I, who knows? Because I just got three texts in a row from Buna Murray just no. now. What did it yes, say, Sarah? Was, I was like, oh, my God. How do they know? They're watching us. Are you kidding us. me? It Tell says, what it says, hey, Sarah, not sure if you got my message, but, you know, I'm working on another challenge. and want to talk to you about it. Would you be interested on in participating on another challenge? Oh, my God. Yep. I thought they forgot about me. Nope. What to all it, those people who think I'm blacklisted. Get out of here. If, I mean, come on, me. Who's sending that, Sky? No, somebody else. Somebody you know? Yes. Ah. No one love. She's great. Interesting. Yes. What would you do though if it were after you graduate? Would you do it? No, I don't think I know so. We keep going across, going yeah. over this, but it's no, just- I can't because I cannot mentally subject myself to that insanity, and no. I have a different view of it, and it has become so. I, why would I do that? That no, I don't need the money. It's not in line with my future goals, and 
I don't want to be like, I love that people, that people don't recognize me anymore. Do you, you feel I free? Do. I do. Yeah. I get Except that. one girl who works as a hostess at a restaurant I really like. And every time I come in, well, it's been three times. She's like, Hey, don't I know you from somewhere? And I'm like, we've been through this before. <laughs> and you she's like, she Oh my like- God, that's right. I remember. Sorry. Sorry. I keep forgetting. I love how she knows you enough to right. know you, but then not enough to remember. <laughs> right. Right. That so. sums it up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. It's next right. question. And I just realized that I'm reading through the old thread, like the thread from two years ago, but that's all right because there's 90 questions. So Whoa, that's a lot. All right. Maybe I'll start at the bottom of it so that... Yeah. Um, da, da, da. Okay. Um, let's see. Would you ever let Lincoln go on reality TV? He's older. He's... Say he's I would, 19. I would, I would not encourage it. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not healthy. Right. It really isn't. And, you know, some people handle it better than others, but I also don't see it bringing what good things into people's lives even after. Mm, mm-hmm, like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, you get a lot of followers or whatever, but yeah, that's not what a good it's life not, yeah, is made sustainable. of. Sustainable, right. Mm, yeah. I, I think should, that's especially true it, for women though. Yeah. It doesn't come with long-term benefits well it's kind of like it's it's very in line with you know society right now where everything's like short-lived and like almost like in the moment not long term you know we want instant gratification right here right now yeah not long term this future's unpredictable man Somebody wants it. to know, would it be pot? Jess wants to know, is it possible to be a vegan on the challenge? Oh my gosh. We the dealt one with that th- with Nehemiah. Remember he, we asked him about that. Oh yeah. They were horrible with him. Here's the, okay. Wow. That thunder is See? serious. That's why I thought you had Spooky. heard it. Spooky. <laughs> okay. I found the new thread as well. Okay. Man, yeah, no, I think Kellyanne and Nehemiah are the only ones I know who've had really... Um, is Kellyanne vegan? No, I think she she maybe goes back and forth. Right. But I know she's vegetarian <laughs> for the most part. Right. Well, here's what Nehemiah said, just if you didn't hear that, um, on our patreon.com slash brain candy, where we interview cast members and things like that. He basically said he got by but that they did absolutely nothing to accommodate him. Yeah. So he was left with rice or, you know, just really enough to fill his belly, but nothing more. It was like the garnish. Absolutely. And we were, surprisingly, I don't know why this is, but, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe it's because of like the forest or like rainforesty type environment. Yeah. They don't have a lot of vegetables in places like the Dominican, I mean, they do, but like the idea of a salad in the Dominican Republic in these small little towns is like unheard of. Right. They're like, here's your casado, which is (laughs) bananas, like plantains, (laughs) rice, black beans, chicken. Right. Cause they, you know, you need that food because it's so hot and you're sweating and you're like burning calories like crazy. And so nobody's like eating salad. They're like, that's a waste. I need protein and carbs. I'll tell you who does accommodate all diets is Postmates. Oh, yeah. You can get anything you want and they will bring it to you. Any food you like. Postmates has a gazillion restaurant options and, you know, personal food delivery, whatever you want that they will bring to your house. And you don't even have to go on the challenge. <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, if you're like, I need red wine at 4 p.m. I need sushi at 9 p.m. Dude, I, I a- might do the challenge <laughs> if I could Postmate it. Well, that's I'm so there. good. That's so true. I would too. Yep. Be like, ch- that's a game changer. Total game changer. If we could changer. actually eat what we wanted. Um, oh, but yeah. this is, Postmates is so, I mean, you, I'm sure you guys are using it. It's like no more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you and you just download the app on iOS or Android for free. You can browse local restaurants and businesses, track your delivery, um, 24 hours a day, every day of the year, they'll bring you what you want within the hour. Um, we use it at the clinic. Oh, that's cool. For like Starbucks runs. 
Like, That's man, smart. we don't do not have time in between these clients. I yeah. gotta write this note. I'm just gonna, and I, I need coffee to survive. I'm gonna Postmate it. Get this deal. Listen to this. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners one hundred dollars of free delivery what? credit for your first seven days. Start your deliveries by downloading the app right now and use code Brain Candy. That's Brain Candy for one hundred dollars of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Get anything you need, anytime you need it. Download Postmates and save with code Brain Candy. What a great deal! Yeah, no joke. Um, okay, so next question, and I found the uh, more recent thread, so this will be new questions. Um, how often do you have to do the confessional interviews? Are they huh. guided by a producer? Is it your choice to do the interview? That's from oh. Charlotte. Yeah. No, it is not your choice. <laughs> uh, right. You have to do it. It's part of the contract. Yes. And you will get fined if not. Uh, and also, it's very much run by the producer because, you know, they get to ask the question and all, as we know, all those can be leading. Yes. And, uh, so how the, how the schedule goes, uh, is challenge day, elimination day, interview day, off day. Oh, wow. Or challenge, elimination, interview, challenge, elimination, interview, off. You know more than I do. I was just imagining or remembering that it was once a week, like on Saturday. Maybe mm. that used to be Mm-mm. how it was or something. Twice a week. I, well, maybe when they, they it, would, it would always follow uh, an eliminate. But also yeah, sometimes like when there are a bunch of people there, yeah, they you may just do it once a week. That's a good point. Early and one on. Of the other, yes, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. You're right. One of the other like insider info uh, little things that happens that people don't know about, and you can look for this on the show too, is there'll be a list, a sign-up list for times, uh-huh. Uh-huh. or they just assign you times based on who they know will wake up first thing in the morning. I always had the first slot. Me too. Because I'm always up, and they know I'm going to be on time, and they yeah. have to get the ball rolling Everyone you else know. is hungover. So there's yes. like nobody wants that first interview because you're tired. I mean, it starts pretty early, like seven or eight yeah. in the morning. And these interviews go three hours sometimes. Yeah. They're really long. And it's very um, fatiguing because yes. very draining. They have to turn the air conditioning off in the room because oh it God. creates a noise. Yep. And so by the end, you're just so, you'll say whatever they want. Yeah. Just to oh, get that's out. Such a good point. Oh my it's like god! Torture. It's almost like like uh, uh, what do they call it? Ta- uh, interrogation. Like, yes, interrogation yeah. tactics. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like, and the, what do you what, want me to okay. say? I'll say it. So, and they also they don't have a makeup artist or anybody who does hair or anything like that. Yeah. And so it'll be like you and a dude who's like 26 <laughs> interviewing you or whoever it is <laughs> and they'll have like makeup that they, cause they don't want you to be shiny. So they'll have powder that they purchased at the closest drugstore. That is the cheapest stuff. Garbage. You, garbage. And there was one season where somebody did not take into consideration any pos- uh, uh, the people multi- of range of colors yeah. that people yeah. are. Yeah. And it like the whole se- you look like somebody's like just got hit in the face with flour. Yeah, like a pantomime. They're like, yeah, we can't do that. That looks awful. And so they don't think about stuff like that. Um, so we're on our own with that. And there was one season they asked the women, particularly like one that stands out, to stop wearing so much bronzer because their face looked like hollowed out, <laughs> like a skeletor kind of in the shadows and the with the light. So that's Well, fine. and in the room is usually a producer who asks you the questions. They have it on a piece of paper, the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, a cameraman and a sound guy, that's usually it. Mm-hmm. And it's always hot, like I said, and oh, yeah. you know it's not comfortable. Um, so the next question is from Melissa, and she said she wants to know what goes into a challenge day. I assume there's more preparation than Ugh. TJ just explaining the instructions in 15 seconds. Is there additional prep? Are there professionals giving additional instruction? Any not so well known info about what goes into would would be interesting. Just take it away, sis. Um, yeah. So TJ does his bit. And then they stop, you know, filming and then they have a cute, like we can ask questions. Are we allowed to do this or that? And there might be a producer that they're called segment producers where they come Mm -hmm. up with the challenges and they have tested it and they'll uh, answer any questions or give you more instructions. Mm -hmm. 
And that can take a really long time. It takes a long time because then everybody has to ask. And you can tell the people who have been on the challenge for a while because they will get very... There's two ways to do it. Get very specific in every single question you ask. Okay, so if we do this, does that mean we get this? Does this count? Or you ask no questions and then just hope that the no explanation of it leads, you know, like you almost catch them in... in, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like a sin of omission. Ask for permission. (laughs) Yes, totally. Right. Okay. Like puzzles, you want to get the full explanation. Anything that's like man-to-man... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You do not. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and just to, the one the thing I was going to say about the the thing to look for if you're a viewer watching it with the uh, in regards to the sign up list is it'll usually be on the refrigerator door. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So look for the refrigerator door on uh, the night the of elimination. Yeah. And, and you you'll can see usually see the sign up list for the next day, and that sign up list is the interview list and it's usually really messy because people cross their name out and change it and yes. switch it's a like when you work times. in a restaurant and you switch shifts it's like that yeah oh that's um, funny gianna submitted this question she said you know recently they've been talking more about bullying culture and the challenge you know how sometimes tj will say bullying is not tolerated yeah which is the funniest thing i've ever so heard right. um and then some people think there's no such thing as bullying in the game because that can be a strategy. Right. And other people think, no, 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 you, you know, it's a gang, a pile up or pile on or whatever. What mm-hmm. do you think? Oh, I, I just think because you're all living together, like de- common courtesy and like common decency yeah. is, it should be expected. But then, of course, it's like not the way to win. I mean, or, you know, it, well, that's not true. Nice guys do finish first sometimes. But, you know, I know that my moral standard says I'm going to not do those things. But, you know, to each his own, really. I mean, this might be controversial, but a lot of times what ends up being put on is the actual moment when someone cracks and starts yelling at someone else. Mm-hmm. And what is less shown and less often featured is the provocation by the first yeah. person. Right. Um, where it could be a million things and there might be a million reasons why it's not shown. It might be that mm-hmm. it was like, you know, sh- this person wasn't getting ready fast enough to go out to the club that night. And right. then everyone oh had God. to wait four hours while that she That happens on- a lot. Yeah. And Dude. they can't show that because that's like there's more producers involved in like us getting Mm -hmm. ready for the night, Mm -hmm. but it can really make you crazy. Yeah. And then you end up screaming at them and then you're the bully. Yeah. You know, and I'm also thinking that there's a real serious like mean girl culture. Like it's very clicky. And I think it just goes back to like, I need to belong to a group. So we're going to make like out groups and in groups and just arrange ourselves like this to survive. Did you would ever bully anyone that you remember? I would say what we did to Kellyanne is a little bit of I don't know if it like it's not bu- I don't Sarah now would not do that to somebody. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things I wouldn't do now. Yeah, no joke. So, um, yeah, I think maybe I'm and I'm one of those I hate like n- again, not now, but at 21 when I was like formulating my identity and felt like all alone all the time, I absolutely was like the uh, laugh along with them thing. I mean, and you saw it with Katie Doyle when she got mad at me with the plunger. She was like, stop laughing. And I'm like, oh, I'm, this is what I always get in trouble for. Yeah, because sometimes the laughing is just as cruel. It could be worse. Right. It's like you're, you're not taking any of the responsibility, but you're, you're, you know, you're really just pushing the knife in deeper. And here's but you're another. Like, well, we're already stabbed, you know. There's another point, which is that if you're somebody like me, who, you know, I can handle myself in the um, competitions and stuff. I'm not a total, like, right. worthless character, but True. I'm not as physical as someone like Car Marie or whatever. That social game in the house can be oh. the difference between going 100%. all the way. And so 100%. that is something that someone like me is going to use. And so you could call that bullying. Or a good gameplay, as others right. say. So it's that's hard what to- I'm saying to each his own. 
It's hard to know where the line is sometimes, especially in that uh, what environment. I, yeah. What I get for like, I understand what MTV is doing, but like, yeah. come on, MTV. Don't even with that whole, like, what's accepted. <laughs> Bullying, I yeah. even feel like calling the next season War of the Worlds yep. is only further, like, <sighs> it's drawing attention to it. I don't know. It's just, it's, I don't like it. It kind of rubs me yeah. the wrong way. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, I won't bully you into this, but I do think you should take advantage of the amazing New Yorker deal that we have going on. The New Yorker is so awesome. And some of you guys are like, what? That's fancy. It's not. They have something for everyone. They have stuff about pop culture. They have stuff about food, humor. They have cartoons. They have crosswords. They have stuff that'll keep you in the know about politics and news, um, stuff that's trending cultural criticism. It's really, they have something for everyone. And I just find it to be really helpful because they have deep dives on things that you're like, oh, the history of comedy. I want to know more about that. Or you what about know, the strawberry farmer who was secretly going, growing pot? Right. We were super That's a into story that. for everybody. And this is a, to me, a no brainer. What a great deal this is. You get 12 weeks of the New Yorker for just $6 and you get an exclusive tote, which is so cute. And you get it by going to newyorker.com slash brain candy. Listeners save 50% by entering code brain candy. $6. Come on. Gosh. Sick of it. (laughs) Okay. Now. Whoa. Do you hear that? Oh my gosh. It sounds like rustling paper. This is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Okay. Um... Brianne says, I love your take on how challenges and eliminations have gotten increasingly difficult over the seasons. Like how on the gauntlet, one of the eliminations was literally jump into the pool, take six to seven tangram pieces and solve it. And then last season, a regular challenge is jumping from cars to cars and Leroy nearly dies. Right. And somebody's already lost a spleen. Wait, who was that? Tony? Tony. What happened there? He was doing one of these jumping challenges above water. I'm telling you, the heights above water, those are the ones to be scared of. Yeah. Uh, So he was jumping from platform to platform, and he hit the platform, like, with his stomach. My God. You know, it was like one of those long jump kind of things. Mm -hmm. And he missed the jump and fell short, and it hit right in his stomach and, like, ruptured his spleen. And then he had to have emergency surgery in Uruguay. Yeah. That's no thank you. Terrifying. Um what do you think that the producers are conscious of this oh change from it being more about entertainment and sort of, you know, just simple stuff versus like absolutely Olympic level <laughs> of death defying feats? <sighs> Or do you think it's just that's what happens when you're on the air that many seasons? I think maybe that's what happens. But, you know, it's like anything. Like, I, if it depends on what lenses you're wearing when you're, you know, to, for what you, what you see and what you don't see or what, you, what draws your attention. So I would imagine that somewhere along the lines they did some sort of experiment of like, we're going to do simple challenges and we're yeah. going to do really complex ones. And let's see what the people say. And so they look at Twitter and they go, wow, yeah. look at all the people who are like, I don't like this. I don't like this. What are the complicated ones? But that's because they're looking for that. They're already, you know, their eyes are, or their mind is telling them, look for the ones that are you know, complaints. And so I think maybe it stands out more. They think, oh, people don't like this. When really it's just like anything, it's like you're you're not that's not a representative sample or like it's only the well, people who are on the extremes. And nobody goes, Oh, I love like I don't know, I feel like they're you're gonna hear more complaints than you will people who would be like, that was so much fun to watch. When I was in New York with Marie and by the way, that was the first time I ever met her. So that was so fun because oh, I love fun. her. She's the um, best. She is. And she was talking about how they send the cast, you know, the um, pictures and things to promote the show for yeah. that's coming out and on social media. And she was talking about how they kind of track the insights from each person to see who gets the most traction. And yep. it's somewhat, of course, based on how many followers you have, but it's also about how engaging you are and whatever. But that's a whole side of the show that I am I was out of before it began. So there's that's a name for it. It's called your 
It's like a something score. Oh, like analytic? No. Yeah, it, it okay. sort of is. And so they do these. They there's a a service that they pay for oh, that Lord. really shows how much. And there was a website you can go on. I think it was called Clout.com, where you can oh, enter yeah, your own information and you can see. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. It's like that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. they look at how much social influence somebody has, or how much, how often people tweet their names, or you know, yeah. Okay, uh, this is a really good question. Ronald wrote it's two parter. First, he asked, "Do you think the challenge is a sport?" But then he said, "And I love this question: Who would you tell about what happened on the show before it aired? Because we oh. all do it, even mm-hmm. though we're not allowed." Oh my god, tell everybody. I. You're saying you would? I do. You tell everybody. Yeah, I mean Even anybody like, who asks. Not well, like not like fan like random people, but like my friends. If they said, "Did you win?" What would you say? I, I'm like Susie. I'm. I'm, I'm the worst asking. liar. <laughs> you can take one look at my face and you can know exactly what happened. Yeah. Right. So it, I can't keep, and I also can't keep like not those kind of secrets. Like, well, I that's why you know secret, on but. the chat room thing, the forums, mm-hmm. you know, the people that know everything, it doesn't surprise me at all. It's surprising when people don't know something right? because there, it's not like we're a survivor where it actually matters. We're just this silly show and right. yeah, it's nice, you know, if, if a secret can be kept, but we're not, what, we're not paid enough to keep fucking secrets. Right. And if it did matter, they would, and especially on my last one, I'm like, oh, what are you going to no. do? Take yeah. away the money I don't have? Okay. I had already <laughs> gotten the check and the checks were in the ma- like in the bank. So yeah. I'm talking and I'm like, and I was so pissed about everything that happened. It didn't even matter that I talked about everything because these people still didn't believe me. Wow. I think people knew that you and Johnny made it to the end on Rivals 3, but I don't think they knew that he took the money until very close to the air date. Yeah. That for some reason didn't get out. Um, I did kind of become a hermit after that and not tell it, you know, didn't tell anybody about that. Plus I had, I was just starting school. So I was in a different mindset. I think Hunter kind of went into that hermit thing for a minute too. Oh, you have to. Yeah. And I even think that that's a real thing that happens after the challenge that I've talked about with other people is you're so exposed that you have to almost like the pendulum has to swing in the other direction. And when I got home from challenges, I wouldn't want to go out, see anybody, do anything for like a month. Wow. Decompress. I I did want to go to restaurants though because I was so craving all my comfort foods and things like that. But I didn't want to socialize. Right. Um, Sammy wants to know, has any contestant seen their interview get so edited that the final cut shows them saying something completely different than what they had intended? Hmm. That's never happened to me. I've always been happy with my edit, to be honest. Yeah, Even when to, I look bad, it was because I acted either. bad. Yeah, I don't, I've never experienced that. Yeah, but I have seen it done where someone's been totally frank and bited and yeah. it's so obvious, but you know they're allowed. So It did happen a little bit on my real world where I was like, that is not the order that things went in. And you yeah. can really tell because my hair is curly in one scene and straight in the next. And I know when I wear warm, and I was like, that I didn't wear my hair curly until the end of the season or whatever. So that's a yeah. bunch of bullshit. But you know what can you do? Okay, Laura says, how much time does a cast member have to prep to leave? Good question. I know they have the first round of calls. Oh, I see. I oh, thought they meant right. leave the show. Me, um, yeah, me too. I know they have the first round of calls, but how much time does the cast member have? That varies mm-hmm. because sometimes someone will be put on the cast a couple days before. Yeah. It's always been about a month for me, maybe a little more. Yeah, me too. But I think there is a, some last minute switcheroos that happen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then some people really do have to just like pack their bags and go. And I guess a certain kind of person doesn't mind that. Yeah, I I do. <laughs> it doesn't work for me. And maybe they know that. Maybe they put in the calls to the people who are a little more 
scheduled and need advance warning. Good point. Right. Like have a life. Okay. (laughs) She also wanted to know, Shane recently said that the contract changed and they are no longer allowed to talk about what they don't air and will be fined if they do. He said it was added to their Vendetta's contract. Does this change in contract change your thoughts on returning to the show? It doesn't change that, but gosh, that's really stupid. Yeah. So you have to not say... That seems unenforceable. Right. Give me a break. And then... Oh, God. That's your life. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like you can't tell somebody, please don't talk, especially if... Okay. Oh, God. This has a lot of implications, like if you okay. like what they're saying. So if you experience something, say you did feel like you were bullied on there. Yeah. And there, you know, there was a time when I was, I did feel like I was bullied by a lot of those guys on my first season. And that was really, in a way, kind of like traumatic for me and my, mildly, but, you know, still affected me. And I thought about it afterwards. And if I weren't able to talk and share that with the people who were important to me in my life and kind of process it, you're basically telling somebody to swallow yeah. that experience and just... Internalize it. Yes. Yeah. And bury the emotions and the feelings because God forbid you talk about... No, I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't change our mind because neither of us are going back, right. but that does not make the the prospect any more appealing but if you are called for a challenge and you have to pack your bags you should definitely bring an away bag these pieces of luggage are amazing have you what color do you have one you have one Mm -hmm. i have a black one because you know we just took ours to new york and they were a lifesaver because you can charge your electronics like my kid you know when you fly now you have to have the ipad that's what you do but you have to charge it and so it's such a great, high quality piece of luggage, but it also solves the problem of like, oh, uh, I got I have fifty thousand things to charge, and this bag will do it for you. I feel um, like an ultimate traveler when people see me plugged into that and they're like <laughs> right. searching around for the outlet. And I'm like, hmm. we always have. I'm that trying to not joke. be smug, but you know, we always were like a smart traveler always brings this. A smart traveler, uh-huh. well, a smart traveler always has an away bag because they are really the best carry-on I've ever had. Um, And they have the bigger carry-on, they have the medium and the large as well, but they're awesome and highly recommend them. So if you want to deal on one, you can get $20 off a suitcase if you visit awaytravel.com slash braincandy and use promo code braincandy20 during checkout. So that's $20 off a suitcase. You visit awaytravel.com slash braincandy to get that deal and use promo code braincandy20 during checkout. They are so cute. We have three now. <laughs> Ooh, that's how we well, roll. Well, there's three of you, so I know oh, we that's have how one for we everybody. Roll. That's cute. In fact, my kid, he had one of those like novelty ones. It's like not in a way back. He had a uh, like a dog. Yeah, so, you yeah. know those cute little ones. And I'm like, dude, you have outgrown that. We have got mm-hmm. to get you a big boy bag. And so we got him his own away carry on, and he thinks he's super fancy now. Oh my god, that's and so he's cute. not wrong. Right. <laughs> okay. 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 Um. Uh, Oh, Laura wanted to know if Devin reached out to you after your miscarriage. Oh. I and feel it said, like he... No, the girl. It's... Devin oh. Simone. No. Okay. Because it said, especially since her news came a few days after Devin's crappy comment about Sarah. I didn't know about this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. She didn't. No. Because this was in response to Angie asking, do either of you have bad blood with your original cast? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't call it bad blood. No. I just yeah. have like, I'm like indifferent about that relationship is not one that I've continued to put energy or effort into. Yeah. And that's fine because that's life. It's a hundred percent like high school where you keep in touch with some people and then you yeah. grow apart from other people. And that's you can all. still appreciate them and you can still be, you know, happy for them and their life Good and memories. what they're doing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But I did, I was kind of, you know, the other day I was looking for, I'm doing this event and I needed some pictures of myself and the only freaking pictures I have that aren't like me being ridiculous are <laughs> like head, headshots from the show. So I Googled myself and mm. what came up was the very first thing is the People Magazine article about the miscarriage oh, wow. with the quote of me saying, oh, I felt like a coffin, which is like, you know, 
I got to be careful what I say in these articles because that was like to well, be you, reminded. You of only that. said it on the show. You they took that from our show from Brain Candy. Oh, yeah. Well, now I extra don't like that. Yeah, they didn't interview you. That's they, right. Uh, they didn't yeah. interview me. Yeah. Oh well, that that's crummy. Yeah, but the God. thing that I think people really liked, and by the way, this is off topic, but I had a friend who had a miscarriage recently, and she mm. said to tell you that that episode really. was helpful to her. And so what I wanted to say is just that, you know, you say, I got to be careful what I say, but I think your honesty and your frankness really is helpful to people. And so you shouldn't censor it because, you know, it can be taken by People Magazine. Fuck them. Right. You know what? Thank you. That really puts things into perspective and, and gets my mind right about that because that's how I feel. And that's why I wanted to talk about it in the first place. Yeah. And it really had an impact and it helped people. And so don't, don't you take that back? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm glad for that. Your friend had, you know, that. Yeah. It was helpful. A little bit helped. Because you know what, know if, you, if you um, censor yourself, then it's not as honest. Right. So you right, did the right, right thing. Right. Okay. Right. Caroline wanted to... Oh, you know what? I have a, a question from Susan made me think of this. Um, she wanted to know what we thought about the Are You the One editions and stuff, but especially because this season is going to be called War of the Worlds and they're introducing right. like the Ninja Warrior, all these people. Yeah. Like, do you like that idea or not? I mean, I know that it's the, I know that it's the natural progression of the show and where they're yeah. going and what they're doing, but I don't like it. Yeah, I think there was something fun about it being a smaller group that you always kind of knew and loved and recycling the same people, even though people are like, "Oh, I want to see more," and I understand that you have to. Um, but I think since they don't have the real world anymore, they have to do something to get new talent, and um, I just what the the big reason. You know, and if we really like peel back the layers, and I'm honest, it's because I don't, I couldn't compete on there now. Oh, they would kick well, my butt. That's what Marie's like. I don't want to go against a ninja warrior. Right, they're gonna beat me every day of the week. I mean, you. There are only so many puzzles and memory challenges totally. and out eating. there. And I, yeah, and I am not going to be like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't we know. didn't like the one where you had to choose between eating a cake or running naked, but at least anybody could be do those things. Yeah, and some of them do just take, you know, some experience and some logic. Like I think all the time, not all the time, but uh, every now and then I think about um the the leg of the final challenge that we did on uh Rivals 3 with Johnny. The very first thing we did was uh, organize all these wires, these like untangle these wires and plug the wires into this electrical box and then, you know, make the explosion happen, blah, blah, blah. And nobody thought to wrap them like cords, you know, how you right. wrap cords around your arms. Yeah. Like I had a system for organizing it. So it's things like that that help you win. And there aren't, I mean, that's true. The challenges have to be very th- well thought out to cater to somebody who, you know, would maybe have a different, like, there has to be a puzzle almost element to it. Yeah. And not just like the Straight first brute brawn. Right. Yeah. You know, and good like point. almost like a trick, you know. Caroline asked a good question, which is, you know, we've talked before about how they keep the ibuprofen and cold medicine now. It's but- so fucking dumb. I'm so, I hate it. And of course, like if you have a controlled substance like um, depression, I'm sure they keep those too. Yeah. But yeah. what about like birth control? They they keep those? Oh my God. Really good question. I have no idea. Me neither. I, I would imagine that they would. Yeah, I Dude, think they do. Dude, that is so stupid. There was a <laughs> night when we were on the last, cha- the last challenge I was on, I got sick. Everybody in the house got sick. And I told you, Wes hid yeah. the cold medicine like it was, you know... Yeah. Drugs, like for yeah, real drugs. Yes. Yeah. And I waited by that door. You know, at night, they're, they're probably like the producers, once we're all in bed, they're probably like fucking around and like not, they're doing whatever. <laughs> they're not like watching the cameras, like sure. make, looking for movement. So I was like screaming, like waving my hands in the air, going like, guys, guys, oh, wow. guys. And finally I was like, fuck it. And walked over to the production office and knocked on the door. I'm like, dudes, I've been lo- calling you guys. Like, what is somebody supposed to do? And I'm a freaking 30 years old or however old I was. Yeah. And 
and I can't get some like Sudafed or or you know yeah. whatever it was some t- what like you know whatever I had and you feel so out of control. I probably cried and then they're like, oh my God, you're hysterical or whatever. Oh, right. It's you. You know, and I just remember being like, if there were an actual emergency right now. Absolutely. I I have thought that myself where I've been like, you know, it's usually at like five in the morning, four or five when everyone's in bed, they're, they're switching out the cruiser or whatever they're doing. And I have thought uh, there's no phone. Mm -hmm. There is no anybody Mm-hmm. that is available if there were a medical emergency. You have no idea where you are. Yeah. You couldn't tell. Yeah, you couldn't even, even if you say, had a phone, here's you our couldn't address. say, here's where I am. Yes, you're so right. God it's forbid really something happened. Could you imagine what if there were some weird like gas explosion in the production <laughs> yeah, office and explosion. all of a sudden we're left and we're like stranded? It would be Lord of the Flies. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's a bunch of like incompetent flies too. And um, everybody's a chief and no Indians? Forget it. Okay, Sasha wants to know, I would like to know what the camera and sound crew think of the challenges or any other reality show. I'm sure they would have amazing stories. How do the crew feel when fighting happens or blah, blah, blah? Or they, do they ever feel like they're in danger? Suze, what does Adam think? Um... Yeah, he has a lot of good stories about how, from their point of view, how things play out. I remember when the Brad and Darrell situation happened on the ruins, Mm -hmm. when the next morning I saw in the garbage by the kitchen, there was a piece of paper from my husband that said, sorry, I got blood on the mics. Oh my God. Like to the next crew member, you know? Oh my God. That's he crazy. did say like sometimes he would feel like I might be getting hit. You know, I might get yeah. some glass thrown at me. You just don't yeah. know. And I don't know why they that doesn't bother them, but they it's seem that, okay with it's it. It's that exciting, exciting like documentary yeah. filmmaker. Like yeah, it's that's why true. they would go to a war zone. You know, why would those journalists go there? It's the it's like a war zone. Yeah, I don't know. They just think I want to. They want to save themselves. And if you do want to save money. You should go for Lightstream because they have a credit card consolidation system that will save you a bundle potentially in APR because some people don't even know what they're paying in APR. You might be getting highway robbed and Lightstream has a great way for you to get a rate as low as 6.14% APR with auto pay. The rate is fixed. It'll never go up. There are no fees. You can apply online in minutes. It's super easy. I checked out the application. You don't have to leave your house and you might get the money as soon as the day you apply. And they just reward people with good credit with a low rate and an easy process. And if you want to save even more, our listeners get an additional interest rate discount. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash brain candy, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash brain candy. Subject to credit approval rate includes a 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash brain candy for more information. Love a deal. Um, okay. What's next here? Um, bu- 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 Stephanie, mm-hmm. our friend Steph, she's wonderful. Oh, yeah. How she's long great. did it take to... Oh, this was the one of uh, confessionals as well. Um, it said, how many takes does it take to film those? I mean, it's not even takes. One. Yeah, it's just like a conversation for three hours. Yeah. You uh, know what? I wonder, though, because I only have my perspective like my experience in that room and then just you know the verbal reports of other people yeah but i feel like i never have to do like say something again or you know like i tend to be the one like a person they go to as i'm sure you were too to explain the rules yes and explain or give a description of where we are yeah, like what we're country not really we're in. the people that are going to say the shocking thing. We're going to break it down more. Yeah, and we're pretty good at getting it out in one take, as evidenced by our almost 300 episodes of a podcast. <laughs> uh, right, with so no I edits. Th- I think that maybe some other people do have to take some time, and I think they they do mess up. Yeah, 
I, I, oh my gosh, that's some of the best stories. I will not name the producer, but there's a producer who tells me about the painful, cringeworthy interviews with. Yes. Um, tell me some. Oh my God, please, okay. please, 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 please. I know Evelyn, the producer you're talking about too. Evelyn was a big, uh, like, she could never, she never felt like she was getting it right. So she'd be like, let me do it again. Let me try yeah, again. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Tim Beggy, he said, was he wanted to get it really funny. And so he'd do like five versions of the same joke. Evan's like that too. Yeah. Like where they'll he think goes like, in with the notes. Funniest? Yes. He would take notes through. Um, who else? Of like oh, jokes, like punchlines. Brad, like oh Brad's super funny and compelling, but like not great with words. Uh-huh. And so he would trip over them. Um, gosh. But the, I love those stories because, as you said, we don't, we're not in the room. Right. We don't know what goes on for other people. It's easy for us. But- I'm watching this, uh, this current season of Top Chef, and there is a, a chef on there who is terrible on Did camera. Did they make a joke about it, or do you yes, just Yes, they it? even have him. Like, he, yeah. he's awful, but he's an amazing chef. And sure. Like, this is a producer's nightmare. And then, like, he, but he's on here because he's good. And he's probably going to make it to the end, but they're like, it's painful. That they almost have to make a joke out of it because if you didn't, then you'd be like, why, why is this guy on TV? I think it's unusual to have both where you're really good at being yourself and being mm-hmm. um, candid and uncensored, but you're also good at taking direction and being able to speak you know, in a way that people could understand without stopping. Yeah. And so if you have both of those, it works out great, but sometimes it doesn't. I had to learn to stop being so wordy. Oh. Because they're only going to use a 15 second sound bite. Good point. Yeah. You have to be concise. Yeah. And if you don't, if you aren't, well, if you wanted your point to be aired, like if you wanted that statement if something that you were saying was important, you had to make it real short because if you had like a whole big long explanation to prove your point that was important, as most people do, that's going to get, they're going to throw it out because they can't air all that. Yeah, that's a good point. So make it short um, and sweet. When I was at Challenge Mania, they introduced me onto the stage and Scott always makes a joke about how, you know, I'm a two-time champion, but he's like, or three times if you ask her. And... Then I kept thinking about it because there's, I get really frustrated because they, he was counting Gauntlet 2 and the Ruins as my wins. I always say they should also count the Spring Break Challenge because it had challenge in the name. I won it and whatever. But then I also thought about how like I was on seven shows. Mm-hmm. I won a pro, I won a thing on five of them because um, both road rolls, I got to the end and won the prize. Yes. And then the three challenges I named. And so I feel like it diminishes it whenever people are like two-time champ because it, you don't get that. Like I never got sent home one time. Oh, that's It's good. so funny how I get like worked up about it, but it's because I really, I'm proud of that. Yeah. You want but, credit. But this leads me to the question that George asked, which is that- I would love um, George. Wes mentioned on his part two of Challenge Mania that the challenges in the finals of the first 10 seasons were so easy that the wins should not count. What is your opinion? Uh, <laughs> you know I, mine I, now. Well, I go back and forth because I think some of the more recent challenges are much easier finals as well because they stop. It's like stop and go, stop and Absolutely. go. Absolutely. So I disagree, Wes. I think it depends on uh, you know what season. And the one that he won with CT was so easy. Yeah. It's a joke. It was one day. And then one of the things he had to do was like, just no Pythagorean theorem. And yeah. I was like, you just had to do a little bit of math and run around an island and swim. Like, come on, don't even. I just feel so. like who's to say, you know, what's easy and what should be counted in it's personal. That's right. why I'm like, no, you should. I feel like this deserves it. Blah, blah, blah. When you go through it, right. you think it's worthy of being counted. Yeah. So and, fuck yeah. off, Wes. And it doesn't matter how easy or how hard it was. You're at an emotional breaking point and you've been, yeah. you've suffered for the last, you know, eight weeks or whatever it is. So it's, it does, yeah. So can it, Wes? Well, and some people think eating is easy and some people think running is easy. It's like, right. 
It's subjective. You yeah. You give me a swimming challenge, no problem. That was the easiest challenge ever. Yeah. You give somebody else a swimming challenge. Like, I would never say that the part when we jumped out of the helicopter in Norway and had to swim through that uh, freezing cold uh, yeah. fjord, that was super easy. No problem. Mm. But I think other people like uh, Leroy and Teresa were like, that was awful. Right. Because everyone has different strengths. Yes. Wes, Wes drives me crazy. Well, he's just trying to say that his challenge His stuff count. is, yeah, everything, it's always about him. Okay. Right. Um, Beth says, I've asked this before, but I still want to know, if anyone gets food poisoning from those crazy eating challenges, do you get extra time to recover after those? Mm-mm-mm. Nope. No. And I did have to uh, make myself throw up after, but it, it didn't almost didn't work. After the eating challenge we did in Africa, in uh, uh, Turkey for Battle of the Seasons, where it was right. like, uh, like one of those, how many do you think you can eat? I can eat five. Well, I can eat seven. Okay, go. And then you know we had to eat. We ate something like I think it was like fifty something dolmas, those grape leaf, what rice things. Yes. In like four minutes, and of those, I ate twenty eight of them. Oh my god! On a four person team. That is so dumb. And people, I could see, there was like a guy that I was hooking up with at the time, or did hook up with, who had come to visit, because he's friends with one of the crew people there, and uh, he was watching me as I was doing it, and I was looking at his face, and he just had this look of horror, like, (laughs) how does this woman who, like, wears high heels and, you know, can, like look nice be shoving food in her mouth like she is one of those you know dudes at a hot dog eating contest like right at a county fair i looked just he was like i'm i'm disgusted by that yeah i mean we it is not our best moment and i was so full afterwards and it was all oil and i just knew i was like i'm gonna be sick and i need to go just have a minute to make myself throw up oh and you know when we do get sick is from all the binge eating on the in the finals, when you've gone like two days without, like forty eight hours without eating, and then they're like, "Here, eat this entire cow tongue," and oh, your gross. body just goes into shock and is like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna need to puke this up." And because also, you're in a uh, what is it called? I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's the parasympathetic ner- no sympathetic nervous system that is like activated when you are in like danger or like you you, like you're in a high stress you know yeah right and so and you know what happens the your metabolism and your ability to digest food shuts down because it it uses too much energy yeah and it recognizes that you need this energy for other stuff like surviving and running up this mountain or away from this bear or whatever and so your body is just throws up because it's not its job is to not eat right now do you think the viewers really like watching that? Because it does seem gross. Yeah, I watch. think they do. Why? Because it's just funny? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, like, there's a little bit about this, like, you, they're in pain and you kind of want to see these people. It, it's a little <laughs> bit of that. What is it called? Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Yeah, that's so true. Going into play there. Because it, it is gross. Yeah, it's you, disgusting. Oh my god! I remember when I got heat stroke on that last, the 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 final in Battle of the Seasons. Oh my god! I I I remember being like during that whole season, being very like self conscious about weight that I had gained, especially from just being like not moving that whole season, and so wearing like taking off my top and being in like a bikini top was yeah. really embarrassing for me. When I was on that final puking my guts out, I did, I, I gave zero fucks. I was, I had my shirt off. I was like hunched over with all of my like stomach like rolls and they really are, they were. And that like, cause you could see them and all the skin all like that. I didn't even care. Cause I, at that point uh, I'm like, I am so, I was sitting in a pile of like my own It's like when you're giving birth. It's like bile. you suddenly do not yeah, care. That didn't care about any yeah. of that. And it's all on TV and it's all there and you can see it and in all my glory. And I was just like, I would have never under normal circumstances allowed myself to be shown in that light. But nope, I was in, I couldn't even think. 
Well, we've only gotten through a few questions, so we'll have to do a part two sometime. But yes, that, that was, was fun. A, that was. It, I know it, it's a good point what you say though about how your answers change. Yep. Because the more you reflect, you know, and your life changes, the context changes, you look back and you'll think maybe that wasn't so bad, or maybe that was worse than I remember, or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's fun to kind of take a minute every once in a while and. Well, thanks for taking it. me down this on this walk Yay. down memory lane, Sue. Thanks for submitting all the questions, everybody. That was really fun. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the Brain Candy Podcast. And if you want more challenge content, go to our patreon.com slash brain candy. And we do all kinds of interviews and Q&As and things like that. So much stuff for you there. Oh. Yay. All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.